Hey y'all, I'm your host, Peyton. The story I'm going to tell you today is one that hits really close to home, and I ask that you go into it with an open mind and an open heart. This is The Crimes Picayune. About 10 minutes before the start of a new day on June 20th, 2020, almost a year to the day of this release, Dispatchers at the Lafayette Police Department in Louisiana received a call from a man stating that someone had been strangled at his father's home and he'd be waiting outside when the officers arrived. LPD officers pulled up to a home in the 400 block of Maryview Farm Road where they were greeted by 19-year-old Chance Seneca smoking a cigarette outside the residence. According to an investigation done by FBI Special Agent Daniel English, officers found 18-year-old Holden White in the upstairs bathroom bathtub. Both of his wrists had been slit to the bone, and prominent markings indicative of strangulation could be seen around his neck, which matched with Seneca's claims in his call to police. A knife, an ice pick, a saw, and a hammer were located near Holden's body in and around the bathtub. As Holden's dying body was transported to the hospital, Seneca was brought to the Lafayette Police Department where he would waive his Fifth Amendment rights and agree to be interviewed while under audio and video recording. It was during this interview that we learned the sequence of events that led to the mutilation of a young man's body. The introduction of the pair can be accredited to the social networking app, Grindr. And for those that don't know, Grindr is, according to their website, a dating app created for gay, bi, trans, and queer people. The app is kind of like if Tinder and Facebook were to have a baby. Holden was a proud member of the LGBTQ community. His sister told The Advocate, a South Louisiana-based news source, quote, She knew her brother was gay from the time he was a small child. He had some difficulty throughout his adolescence. He was in a really rough place for a while, but had watched him blossom from an insecure boy who wrestled with his identity into a confident young man who was finally comfortable with himself, end quote. Holden had recently moved and was looking to make more friends after having moved about 40 minutes away from his small hometown of Kaplan, Louisiana, to his new place in Lafayette. But anyway... The two agreed for Seneca to come to Holden's apartment that Saturday night and they'd drive back to his father's house where the two would hang out. Now, Seneca wasn't actually living with his father at the time. He told detectives that he was actually living about 15 miles away in a small town called Dusant with his mom and stepdad and was using his father's house as their hangout spot because his father was out of town for work and he knew they would be home alone. It was then that Seneca revealed that this meetup between him and Holden had been premeditated, planned, and was intended to end in murder. According to the investigation I mentioned earlier by Special Agent English, quote, Seneca explained that he convinced Holden to put on handcuffs and join him in the bathroom adjoining Seneca's bedroom by proposing a sexual encounter. Once inside the bathroom, Seneca strangled Holden from behind until he was unconscious. 
After the strangulation, Seneca pulled Holden's body into the bathtub, stripped his clothing, and slit his wrist with a knife, end quote. There's another element of this crime that I hadn't mentioned yet. Seneca told detectives that he also intended on preserving Holden's hands, but that once he reached the bones in his wrist, he wasn't able to follow through with his plan. Seneca was ultimately charged with second-degree attempted murder and booked in the parish's correction center. And yes, you heard me correctly. I said attempted murder. Holden White survived. He survived multiple stab wounds and trauma to the back of his head, in addition to the near dismemberment of both of his hands and strangulation that caused nearly all of the blood vessels in his face to burst. Since the attack, Holden has been able to recover some of his memory, and during a Facebook Live for March of this year, Holden presents his version of events from that night in June of 2020. He bravely begins his story by revealing that he and Seneca had been communicating via Grindr and then eventually moving their conversation to Snapchat, and this went on for about a month before they decided to meet. He says that there weren't any sexual intentions on his part that night that he brought his PlayStation and some games and a controller, and that the two planned on just hanging out and maybe watch some movies. Holden then recalls that the reason Seneca picked him up from his apartment was because, quote, he wanted to be a gentleman, end quote. And remember, Holden was new to the area and didn't have very many friends yet, and he felt comfortable with this guy that he had been talking to for a month. And I don't blame him for a second for feeling that way. After Holden was picked up from his apartment, he remembers that the car ride to Seneca's father's house was very quiet and they didn't talk much, and I'm assuming that it had to be super awkward. But once they arrived, they went upstairs and Holden began playing video games. A little while later, Seneca tried to get Holden to come into the bathroom, and here Holden again reiterates that he didn't meet up that night for any sexual purposes. But just to give my opinion, it doesn't matter if there were sexual intentions from either party that night, Holden still didn't deserve what happened to him. Once Holden was in the bathroom, Seneca placed him in handcuffs and onto his knees. He then felt something placed into his back, and that something was a pistol. Seneca then said to him, we can do this the hard way or the easy way, which way would you prefer? To which Holden responded, the easy way just as I'm sure all of us would. Holden says that after Seneca attempted to arouse him with a gun, he placed it down and then began to strangle him with a cord, causing, like I mentioned earlier, the blood vessels in his face to pop. He was then placed in the bathtub and had his clothes and handcuffs removed. And this is when Holden's body was mutilated. I won't go into gory details, but if you want to listen to Holden tell his story, I will have it linked on my Facebook page. I actually suggest everyone go have a listen because I think it's so important to hear him tell the story of his survival. Holden remembers bits and pieces from his time in the bathtub. He says that he could see Seneca cutting into his left wrist and laid there while he cut through tendons. He was in and out of consciousness from there and eventually accepted that he just wasn't going to make it out of that house alive. He says, quote, I closed my eyes and I just told myself to stay calm. I decided to let go. I tried because I figured letting go would just stop all of the pain, end quote. 
When Holden woke up again, he was in the hospital. He hadn't remembered what happened or going to Seneca's house or even who Seneca was. He had been in a coma for three days. According to an article by NBC News, Holden said that once he had awoken from his coma, officers bombarded him and asked him the most brutal questions while he was still sedated. This attack on Holden was originally investigated as having started as an argument between the two men. An article by The Advocate writes, quote, Officers believed a verbal altercation ensued and Seneca produced a knife and ended up stabbing Holden in the neck, end quote. But to me, I feel like the premeditation is fairly obvious. And let's also not forget that Seneca admitted to premeditating the murder the night that he was arrested. Holden's family, along with friends as well as strangers in the community, argued for hate crime charges to be brought against Seneca in addition to the second-degree attempted murder charge he had already received. And to very briefly explain what a hate crime is, the FBI defines it as, quote, a traditional offense like murder, arson, or vandalism with an added element of bias, end quote, which could be race, religion, gender, sexual orientation, etc., in that same article by The Advocate I mentioned earlier, it states that Holden's family believes he was targeted because he is gay, and I would have to agree for two reasons. The first being the type of app that was used. I mean, Seneca went on an app that's intended for use by queer folk. Additionally, the affidavit written by Special Agent English details a second encounter with Seneca just a week after he was initially arrested. During this second interview, English states, quote, Seneca stated that his purpose for using Grinder was to lure White Holden to his father's house, and he considered it fair to describe Grinder as his, quote, hunting ground, end quote. And to me, this shows that if Chance Seneca wasn't looking for a specific victim, he wouldn't have gone to an app with a specific user. Oh, and before I move on to my second reason, I wanted to add that Special Agent English continues by stating, quote, Seneca further remarked that he used an internet-based retailer, Amazon, to purchase several of the items that he used in the course of the attempted murder, end quote. Meaning, we have proof that this wasn't just an argument gone wrong, but that he had planned this in advance. Even with prime delivery, it would have taken at least two days to arrive. But anyway, back to why I believe this was a hate crime. According to the same Advocate article, at the time of the crime, Chance Seneca's profile picture on Facebook was of Jeffrey Dahmer. Now, if you're here listening, I'm sure you're familiar with Dahmer and what he was known for. But as a refresher, the closeted man who was known as the Milwaukee Cannibal was said to have killed 17 boys and men from the late 70s until the early 90s. I'm not sure how much is known about the significance behind Seneca having Dahmer as his profile picture. But I will say that the attempted murder of Holden by Seneca resembles several aspects of Dahmer's murders, like the fact that Dahmer would dismember his victims in his bathtub, just as Seneca did, and he would preserve their body parts, whether for consumption or to add to his altar, just as Seneca tried to do but couldn't. I say all of that to say this. I believe that Seneca sought out a gay man just as Dahmer did potentially supporting the aspect of biases when considering a crime as one of hate. Two days after the attack, Sergeant Wayne Griffin with the Lafayette Police Department stated, quote, 
there were several indicators that point us to the direction that it was not a hate crime. It's just because of the sensitivity of the case we cannot go into any more about it. But it's not going to be classified as a hate crime. There's nothing that tells us we need to go that route at this time. End quote. Holden believes that his sexuality could have contributed to that reasoning. In the same NBC News article I mentioned earlier, he says, quote, We always have homophobia in southern Louisiana, so if that was a part of it, I wouldn't be surprised. End quote. And he's right. The Rolling Stone rates Louisiana as the fourth worst state for LGBTQ individuals. At the time the article was written in 2014, quote, only 31% of Louisianians support the freedom to marry, the lowest rate in the country, end quote. Meaning, only 31% of the state believes an individual should be able to marry whoever they would like. In 2013, Baton Rouge police officers participated in a sting operation that ended with 12 men in jail after they were arrested for crimes against nature. A crime against nature makes it illegal to engage in unnatural carnal copulation by a human being with another of the same or opposite sex. So instead of assisting civilians in a city with a violent crime rate at 247% higher than the national average, these Baton Rouge officers prioritized setting up unsuspecting men to break this law, despite it being 100% consensual and no money was exchanged, they were still arrested. Even though it was ruled unconstitutional to prohibit the homosexual acts of two consenting adults in private in a landmark case between Lawrence versus Texas an entire decade earlier. The Supreme Court stated that it was a violation of the 14th Amendment and a right to privacy. It did not, however, recognize a right to the act itself and, as far as I can tell, sodomy is still included in Louisiana's crime against nature law, which could result in a fine of up to $2,000 and or imprisonment for up to five years. This is why we, members of the LGBTQ community and our allies, are still fighting against discrimination. It's not just about being able to be married. And I just told you that two-thirds of our state doesn't even want us to be able to do that. But it's also about being able to engage in these natural human activities free from fear of being arrested for it. And not only are we being discriminated against for the act itself, but if arrested and convicted, the Crimes Against Nature charge will follow you and show up on every background check for employment or application for housing. This is legal discrimination, y'all. Chance Seneca finally received additional hate crime charges from the district attorney on January 20, 2021. Four days later, Lafayette news station KATC reported that Seneca's defense attorney stated, quote, We're going to enter a not guilty plea on this new charge. I haven't seen any indication of evidence that this was a hate crime, but ultimately the state will have to produce that, end quote. On March 18th, the Department of Justice released a statement stating that Chance Seneca was indicted and charged in federal court on six counts, including hate crime, kidnapping, firearm, and obstruction charges. Although he's faced with a reminder of that unimaginable night every time he sees the scars on his wrists, Holden has already forgiven the person that created them. When I asked him if there was anything he would want someone to hear, he replied, Keep shining. 
Even when someone tries to dim your brightness, you must keep shining. Hallelujah.